What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the American Podcast, where our diversity is our culture. Um, today, we are going to start this new show concept I was thinking about. It's, it's going to be called The Reminisce Show. Uh, we're going to talk about America. 90s hit. Yeah. America. Yeah. <laughs> a, a 90s hip-hop series. So uh, I know a lot of people talk about it maybe in songs or people just talk about the 90s hip-hop and... Um, we live that, you know what I mean? So today we have some real special guests today. It's real special to me because in my time growing up in the 90s, these people were at all the parties. These were people that were always talked about. These are people that you always respected in the game. So uh, today, it, myself uh, and Berkeley. Berkeley's my uh, co-host right there. Co-host. Yup. Hi. <laughs> and then we also have Ramali and uh todd aka um job one i know everyone got like aka's back then but that's how i know you guys you know what i mean <laughs> so um go ahead and uh introduce yourselves ramali oh. go for it uh, what's up my name is ramali good that, intro that <laughs> good intro uh todd i go by job one um born and raised san diego and uh yeah proud national city resident <laughs> there we go all right and, and co-host let, let co me get a, yeah let me get a in, uh intro for you what's up this is berkeley you call me mr groove or handsome man um, <laughs> i'm just playing um born not born and raised but raised in san diego most of my life you'll see me around yep he is around for sure um so again we all were in the 90s and today's um, series. Uh, this is uh, going to be one for a group back in the day. Again, well respected. A b boy. I don't know if, if they'd be called a b boy group or a groover group. You guys can correct me. But uh, the name of the group was called World Peace. So the two yeah. of World Peace right here. We got Ramali and Todd. Thank you for joining the show. Yeah, for uh, sure. Thank you for having us, bro. Yeah, man. All right, so, you know, we have some questions. You know, we're, we're going to just ad-lib some stuff, but then we also have some general questions. So we'll kind of just start with uh, this question right here. Um, Would you well, have for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the mic test right oh, there. Oh, right? oh, sorry. So, again, we're, we're on the American podcast. This is a small <laughs> podcast that I have. We kind of just talk about diversity. We kind of talk about culture. You know what I mean? And um, But, like, what's more diverse than hip-hop? You know what I mean? Like, I think I fell in love with hip hop because of the diversity and the art of it, and and so many aspects of hip hop. As we all know, hip hop. Go ahead. How'd you? So basically, how'd you guys get into it? Like to creating world peace, or how did you guys get into like the hip hop culture? What what drew you in? We'll go with Romali first. Um. Well, first time I ever saw like any kind of hip hop, I think was b boying. And I was like back in like eighty five, eighty six. Like my, um, we lived in uh, my family lived in Virginia until I was about five, and then we moved back to San Diego like in nineteen eighty five, eighty six. And my parents took us to Bubble Park, um, like the first first weeks we we moved back. And I remember it was like a crew of three b boys, and each b boy had like their own little like piece of linoleum, and one person was doing like all style like footwork swipes and all that. One guy was doing, like, back spins, and the other guy, the third guy, he did everything. And then I, just, I didn't even know what hip-hop was. I didn't know what b one was. I just remember, like, going back home like, after that and trying to do it. 
And then, like, a week later, my cousins down the street who um, who were into b-boying, where my cousin was having a birthday party, and they were, like, having a cypher at his birthday party. And then my cousin was like, yo, trying to teach me how to backspin. And he had, like, a um, the sound wave toy. And, like, he put it on the ground, like, you know, the, the sound wave yeah, toy, yeah. like, on the back has, like, the, the clip, the Walkman clip. Yeah, so yeah. when you put it on his back, it backspins. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you just do it like this. Like, do a backspin, like how sound wave is. <laughs> and so after that, I was trying to do it and, like, yeah, and I, I just remember, like, when I saw that crew in, at Balboa Park, like, I didn't know what it was, but just the excitement and everything, like, because it was a whole crowd going on and everything, it was a whole show, and just seeing, like, the excitement and the energy, and just, like, it just felt good, like, like I don't, can't really explain, but it just felt like this is something I want to try and do, you know? Nice. What about you, Todd? Uh, for me, it was a lot of the, uh, my introduction to hip-hop was because of my older cousin, and then also where I grew up. Uh, I was the youngest one in the neighborhood, so everybody around me was already in high school when I was in elementary school, and then uh, my cousin was also five years older than me, so uh, he was heavily heavily already into the the scene, I guess, like breaking and into the graffiti scene and things like that, and this was around 84, 83, I want to say, and so um, I was like six or seven at the time, and I would just kind of mimic everything he was doing as a 12 year old and um you know he he knew the graffiti writers in the neighborhood the guys from igc and cma and a lot of uh crews that were real influential in the uh the south uh south bay national city area and um so i grew up looking at a lot of the graffiti and and you know looking at old flicks that uh, back then I didn't really know what it was. I just knew like, oh, this is cool. This is what I saw on Beach Street. This is what I saw on Breaking, yeah, and I yeah. and you know here it was in front of me. And uh, you know going to the roller skating rink, you know Sweetwater skating rink in like eighty four, eighty five, yeah. and watching people break and compete. You know what I mean? It was it was totally a different time. Um, and uh, so that was how I was like first introduced to it. And then as I got older, started going to school, and meeting kids. That became. Um, the common denominator, which I, we were talking about earlier was yeah. that, that common denominator between myself and the other kids in the, in the school, I realized that, you know, some of these kids that were, you know, little gangsters or whatever, or dudes that were just bookworms or whatever, like a common denominator between us was music and hip hop. So yeah. that was how I was able to kind of um, find a way to fit in, if you yeah. will. So that's, that's why it, for me, it was real. It was a big part of my youth. Nice. Sure. Nice. Right on, man. <laughs> I think that's usually how we all kind of got into it. You know what I mean? We've seen it. It intrigued us. And, you know, especially like the graffiti art, yeah. the colors, the abstract art of it, you know. Um, so, I mean, it, it opens your mind up to a, a, a different area of just not what you just seen in school. For sure. You know? But that's cool. You know, I mean, I think that's where, you know, I would say 99% of everybody that got in the hip hop culture saw it, experienced yeah. it. You know, it became the common ground for a lot of folks. Yeah, you know right. I mean? yeah. yeah, and and so that was that was the eighties there. Now let let's jump into the nineties because I think that's where you guys got into world peace. What was the exposure like uh, when you guys saw world peace and when you got in? Um, or like, do you guys? What's the origin of world peace and who are the OGs and started that and you know. From there, you know more of the history. <laughs> I, got, I got in late, like I was like the last person to get. Yeah, in. I remember that. Last. I remember that you were the young bug yeah. that came in, but you <laughs> still killed it. So I'll, I'll say that right now. Yeah. But sure. I also got to say too, like you guys, Dark Side, 
were like w- one of my main inspirations when I first started. Cause, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I remember um, as my homie, uh, that grew up the street from me, um, he had a birthday party and he knew like, um, I think, or somehow like someone knew Harold or Harold Bell okay. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Bell, and like all the like the east side, yeah, yeah, side of dark side came to the party, and that okay. was the first time I had ever seen in person like people doing shit that yeah. looked like Beach Street. Like I remember seeing Harold doing his like jackhammers, yeah, yeah, and it reminded me of Buck Four in in, um, in Beach Street doing the the, right. the the crabs and stuff. Like I had never seen anybody do it like exactly like in the movies and shit. You know, yeah, like, yeah, and that shit blew my mind. You know? Right so, on, yeah. shit. Yeah. Go ahead, Todd. Uh, uh, no. Real quick, Ramali, what year was that you got into World Peace since that you were the like last one? 96, I think. 95, 96. 95, 96. Oh, wow. Okay, that's yeah, it. later. Yeah, because my, my old crew, Funky Unit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, it died down, like, yeah. and I was like the only, me and I think Rainin were like the only yeah. remainders of the crew. And Raiden went off and got got down to Delivery Boys, and I still yeah. did dance, and I didn't have no, I didn't have a family anymore to practice with. And, yeah. And then I remember, um, I don't know how, but I think it was either I saw you, like Todd and Ferd, at the library at the Chula Vista Library or Plaza Bonita or something, and then that's what kind of like, like kind of linked us up yeah. again. Like I think you guys just like said, "Hey, you want to come to a party with us?" And I'm like, <laughs> "What? Okay." <laughs> I mean, we were already painting together yeah. and stuff yeah, before yeah. World Peace, so mm-hmm. that's a whole different subject. Is the yeah, uh, yeah. Chula Vista Library? <laughs> that was the hangout spot. That was we the Mecca. Going, yeah, that was yeah, Mecca. Yeah. But you know, all right. Yeah. Um, as far as World Peace goes, though, I I met those guys around uh, 1991. Wow, I want to say it was about 91, um, and I met them at a uh, at a house party. Um, because uh, one of the girls that I knew in high school was dating um, our boy Ryan, okay. and so she had a she had a birthday party at her place, and so obviously she invited her boyfriend, and he invited his friends, and then she invited us from from the high school. So uh, we went over to her pad, and you know, here come these dudes. And back then, it was it was um, fluorescent colors, fat laces. I mean, pretty much the fashion you oh, see yeah. kids wearing now, like the bright colors. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was the big thing back then, and so. I remember uh, one of the dudes, Irwin, he had his shoes yeah. with like 15 different laces on each shoe. It looked like mops. It looked like he was wearing mops on his feet. But it was so it was so dope, you know what I mean? Because it was like, yo, that's just, that's it. That's hip-hop. That's so counterculture. It's so against the grain. So seeing him and then watching Ryan in his skids, he had this big plaid skid <laughs> pants, you know skids. what I mean? And like, oh, shit. he had a purple skids. hoodie and just seeing them dance, you know, it's like, you know what said, it's like oh, yeah. You need to know. <laughs> <laughs> They're back. Skids yeah. is back, too. Oh, I've seen the company. They're back. I've seen uh, Cross Colors coming back. Yeah, Cross yeah. Colors <laughs> is back, too. All that 90s stuff. But it was cool because I, you know, it was, it was, I got to watch these guys that were doing a different style of dance that I kind of, was was into but didn't know much about and they were older than me and i was just intrigued i was like yo man and we hung out with these dudes and our humor was the same and then um i don't know how it happened but we ended up it was like a guys versus girls battle at that house party (laughs) and it was just for fun but um we had a lot of fun just getting down and being stupid and then afterwards they were like hey man you know we should we should practice together or whatever and i was like okay cool and here were these dudes that were going to morse and they were just about to be seniors and i was um going to Sweetwater uh, across town and I was only like a sophomore or freshman right and uh, we became really good friends and as time went on I stopped seeing my high school friends more I stopped seeing my high school friends as much because I was hanging out with these new dudes from Morse that were way older than me they had cars they you know were going to 
distillery and all these little house parties and stuff like that that and I, I had never been to before so they started exposing me to a lot of that and then uh, I started bringing in my friends from high school because they were like well where are you going we don't see you anymore and I was like yo you know you guys dance too you should come hang out so I brought in my friends you know Alan and Ferdy yeah. and um, Carl and you know a bunch of guys from high school and then like I said you know Ferdy and I we we grown up together I'd known Ferdinand since we were in like fourth grade yeah. and then we were, we were painting with Ramali. So it just, it just made sense to bring Ramali in and, yeah, yeah. You know, and then it started getting to the point where I felt like a lot of the older guys wanted to keep the crew going. So they started bringing in a lot of younger cats that, mm-hmm. we, that were in. So even though Ramali might've been one of the later additions, he was not the last one in yeah, because yeah, they, yeah. they were still, they were trying to keep the crew going, but it was like, yo, you're just, I feel like you're beating a dead horse at this point. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the crew's kind of, kind of, We've had our run, and then that was kind of it. So, and, and uh, at that point, you said 1991. How old was the crew at that point? Uh, the crew was about a year old at that point. I want to say it started around 1990. Wow, um, was when some of the guys, older guys, because like I said, they were already going to Morse, and they were juniors at the time when they started the crew. So, I remember going to their their graduation in 1992 to yeah. see the homies. You know what I mean? That that were a part of our crew and our quote unquote OGs. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's kind of how how it it started and the group really began to grow um, was really because, like I said, I was hanging out with these new group of dudes and I wanted wanted my my high school crew to be around as well. So I started bringing them in. Right. right. Yeah, man. That's dope. That is so cool. Do do you know the history of World Peace, how how they got put together and who put them together and how how the name came about? Um, Yeah, yeah, there there was a um, there was a guy. uh, Let's see. You remember Ong Pong? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I never met him. Um, you guys told me all the yeah, stories about him. There was this dude, Ompong. I, I, that was his nickname. I forgot what his real name was, but um, Sam. Yes, <laughs> I don't even know what Ompong, where Ompong came from. Ompong was just some like weird nickname again. But his nickname is Ompong. Yeah, for real. And he was one of the early uh, guys who started it with uh, our buddy Joe and Irwin, and I think Ryan. Ryan got in later. Um, I think there was like one or two other dudes that were a part of it back then too, but I don't okay. remember their names because they were never around. Yeah. But it, it, it started off, um, and I, man, they had a different name back in the day before it was World Peace, I think. Yeah, I don't know about you that. You don't know about yeah. that? Okay, yeah, they had a different name before World Peace. Oh, wasn't it like Vicious Tribe or something? No, no, no. That was when they were trying to, we were trying to, I guess, Irwin was trying to re- rebrand the crew oh, because yeah. Vicious was trying to sponsor us, quote unquote, and we were trying to get down with tribal and all that stuff in the early, in the early stages, early nineties, early yeah. streetwear. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Cause we knew those dudes. So we were constantly at the warehouse yeah. and you know, we were getting all these clothes that were either free or at a super duper discount. And that was all we wore. Yeah. So, you know, I think uh, Irwin was trying to change the name. Cause I, I never, I was never a fan of the name World Peace. I don't know, you know, it was the '90s hip hop. You know what I mean? Peace and, yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, I, I, I always thought it was dope though because it was like it's kind of like a uh, Scratch Pickles. Like when you hear the name Scratch Pickles, yeah. it's like a silly name. But if you know who they are, that that's like a yeah, yeah. The skills in that crew, you know. Yeah. I mean? And that's how I, I always saw World Peace. Like I mean, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of the name too. But then, like, the skills when I was a kid and I saw like what everybody was doing, like yeah. those just like Joe and Gerald and preferred and like seeing what everybody was doing it's like man it didn't even matter what the name was like the yeah. skills was so dope skills yeah it's it spoke spoke volumes right know? right right you know and, and and i think that's that's what it was and uh as for me i think uh it was me um you guys can't see him but zoom sitting off to the 
side, but me, Zoom, Arbel, Zoom. I think we were at a UCSD party, and I think uh, it was Ryan. For there was a, there was a few guys. They were dancing, and you know, back in the days of dance crews. You know, you want to be a little asshole and be like, fuck them. But then, you know, uh, Arbel walks up to everybody being the cool guy. He's like, hey, what's up, man? My name's Arbel, yo. You know, shaking hands with. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I remember Arbel being like the nicest one. Yeah. And he comes up. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's my crew over there. Oh, dark side. Oh, oh, what? what? And and then he comes over to us. He goes, oh, that group's world peace. They're from like National City, um, Sweetwater. Oh, word. Oh, okay. And then we just started kind of like vibing off in a circle off on our own which was kind of cool i mean it wasn't like a big party i mean it was a big party but it was kind of dead so we had a lot of floor you know dance floor to kind of do stuff so we i I think that was our first meeting with world peace was at a ucsd party i was there i remember price center yeah price center Center. yeah yeah because i remember i remember us like getting together and and ciphering and it was just like oh this is cool you know we're getting down with another crew that's just you know what i mean we were just having fun yeah yeah, i think i think somebody had a camera that night too right somebody was filming some video because it might maybe what's that get that footage was that yo maybe it was arbel and someone else was filming because arbel always had a camera on him because i want to say like you guys put out a video later and then you were like oh yo this is the the night that we all met up and it was like oh i remember that i remember seeing that video too the dark side video Yeah. yeah Uh, I'm gonna have to hit up Arbel. He has a lot of the archives. Was it, was it not in the DOC video that he put out? No, no. The DOC video was the first. First, um, we'll, we'll divulge into that later. Uh, yeah, on the Dark Side series because yep. it's a it's a whole lineage thing from from that whole you know DOC to Legion to Dark Side. Cool, cool. Um, how would you guys do? Do you say World Peace was a grooving group or was it a hip hop? group because i know you guys I did saw, a couple different I saw things it, like cats and world peace were doing everything yeah right? yeah like it was a mixture yeah like, and and i think that's what kind of vibe really well because dark side was that too yeah 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 because most crews back in the days too were either strictly like b-boys or they were freestyle dancers or groupers, yeah. you know or pop or whatever but like i think dark side and world peace were like the only crews i've seen out there and um Alan Ramos's crew, uh, PMBC, oh, yeah, primitive or water, yeah. yeah. Like I remember, they were the only ones doing that style where they would mix like freestyle dancing with b boys, yeah, with like blow ups and like power moves and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That, you know? yeah. But then we also, I mean, we had graffiti writers in the crew yeah. as yeah. well that were you know bombing and stuff like yeah. that. So, but I think that like in those days that was like the norm. Like everybody did. Like oh yeah, something outside of their element. Mm-hmm. If, if you loved hip hop, we did like two, at least yeah. two elements. You know, yeah, you you did something with your friends, and then you went home, and then you you wrote in your black book by yeah, yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> or like, or like during uh during practices, like in between practices, you'd be writing in your yeah. in your book. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's what it was, dude. Like back in the days, you had a book and you just doodled, tagged it, tried to throw some throw ups on there and everything, and you know. Yeah. Try to uh, hone your skills. Well, we didn't. We didn't have the internet back then, no. so yeah. everything that we did was through word of mouth. Yeah, we taught like, each other pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's like yo, I did this, and you passed it on to your homie, and then he passed it on to himself or his friends yeah. or whatever. And or was, b-boy and like dancing, like we had to teach each other, or you, yeah. or you saw a video and you tried to like study it and break it down and like how that person did it, or if that person that you were watching on the video came into town, yeah, and you somehow knew somebody that knew him and you linked up and practiced with that person, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely a different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. And, and so what would you, some people 
maybe watching, they don't know what grooving is or the, the style of dance is. Can you explain what that was like? Man, it's it's kind of hard to explain because like, I've heard like, B always called it freestyle dancing, yeah. grooving yeah. or freestyle dancing. And yeah. then like years after that, I started like seeing people started defining freestyle dancing as like the like the house dancing. And yeah, yeah. Like that, you know, but I don't know. It's like a combination of everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it was like the New Jack swing dances, like Running Man and yeah. all the old school hip hop dances yeah. mixed with popping, mm-hmm. mixed with B-boy tops. Yep. And like it was just yeah, like a mixture of everything. You know? I, I I think it's hard to define I think it's hard to define also though because we didn't know what we were doing really either. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I we, think we were just doing whatever looks sick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> good, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I used to pop when I was a little little kid. I'm gonna incorporate it into mm-hmm. this. Now there's a high school kid, you know what I mean? So for for I think for us, like I said, it was it was um you know, we were really trying to stay on our feet to do a lot of things and then it was like we saw people going to the ground so you would incorporate certain ground moves yeah. and footwork into it you know and so for us that's why we just called it freestyle dancing because it was it was it was a freestyle of, yeah. of everything and it's like Romali said it's just you know you were trying to incorporate this into this and whatever looked sick you yeah. know because I, mean? so I remember the, the first time i ever kind of saw that style of dancing we at because i went to a feral for middle school right right and i remember back in those days like it in San, even in San Diego, if you're from a certain part of the town, they had a, each town had like the, like South Side, East yeah. Side. They had their own terminology for, yeah, yeah. for the styles and moves. And like when I first when it start first started emerging back onto the scenes in the early '90s for me, like like in around like 90, 90 91, mm-hmm. people were, when I saw grooving or freestyle dancing, people were calling it housing. Yeah, housing. Yeah. And so we first called it housing. And then I heard grooving. And yeah. groo- grooving sounded more sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better, you know? And then, like, Todd and Freddie and them introduced me to as freestyle dancing. Yeah, yeah. Our freestyle dancing. Because then that's when you guys were showing me the mop top video. Yeah, oh, mop yeah. top. And then you said, this is freestyle dancing. And when I saw that, I was like, that's ex- that that clicked more for me. Yeah, like, yeah. Sounds dope. Freestyle yeah. dancing. So, um, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about freestyle dancing or grooving or the, you know. I, I remember back in the day, the circles would would um would be built and people were just dancing in them was there a certain crew that would jump into the place and when they jumped in like you got you got their or you wanted their respect just because they were just a sick crew like that does anyone stand out to you man you guys dude play sure. school man play <laughs> school and p-funk play school p-funk psychotic yeah. funk like like novell and chad like i used to look up to those guys and be like man these guys are fucking sick dude. they were crazy yeah. good right? and saul too and like right. danny and you too, Nelson. Like, oh, yeah, he used to kill it, man. Oh, for sure. We're skinny, right? <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that. Before we found know. prime rib and yeah, like I remember we used to have those. When we used to have those uh, practices at at Josh's pad. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The I think I have pictures of like Ferdy sleeping on. No, that was me, dude. Oh, was you? <laughs> yeah, or while he was practicing headspins or something, and he fell asleep on the linoleum. No, and then... I think I think it was like yeah, like because that's around the time. Like I think I was like in my senior year or junior yeah. year of high school, and I was like juggling having to do practice and doing homework. You yeah. know, so I'd be tired as hell. And I remember, when, yeah, we were practicing at Josh's pad, and I think you guys went to go watch Battle of the Year, the Battle something of the Year like video. That, yeah. And oh I decided to just take a nap on the linoleum because I was like dead tired. Yeah. Or something. Me and Saul are out there posing. Yeah, right I woke up and you that. guys were like taking pictures, taking <laughs> <laughs> B-boy pictures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those were good times, man. Those That's were definitely so good cool. times. I, yeah. I mean, you know, as far as like, you know, trying to gain respect, uh, I. I got to say, man, I was a totally different person back then. I was super cocky. I had a lot of pride in my crew. 
Everyone was. Yeah. Like, your crew was the best. Yeah. It didn't matter, right? Yo, yeah. yeah I think that comes with just being young, though. Yeah. Being and, young. And, and that's part of the hip-hop game. Like, yeah. Like, you, you, this, you had to show confidence yeah. in the circle. You had to come with that fucking bolster of confidence. Because yeah. if you didn't, yo. Yeah. You, you, you get eaten up. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and this culture is based off of competition. You yeah. Know? That's how we get better, you know. And it's not, you know, actual B. Sometimes it is, but more of the times it's just like yeah you want to just like have like iron that sharpens iron you know yep. yeah. so you need someone you need someone that's better or someone that's like your rival to help you get better you know and yeah i think that's part of our culture you know i well I, you know for me it was it was always about impressing the ogs that too you know I mean? yeah like getting yeah. the respect mm-hmm. from from the elders because um you know, it's like you said, I, I, I wanted to gain their respect so that they saw that we were what we were doing was legitimate. We yeah. had a legitimate yeah, love for it. Yeah. But then also so that somebody would want to take us under their wing and kind of explain to us, like, oh, these are the fundamentals. Yeah. This is how you do it right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think we had anybody teaching us. Like, no, you know, we, no, we, we really just kind of, like, just try to figure it out ourselves. But it was a lot of videotapes. Yeah. A yeah. lot of videotapes that were brought down somehow from the bay area yeah. or like whatever somebody recorded yeah. somebody yeah. yeah but i think that's the beauty of it because in like we kind of developed our own foundations yeah like, like i can't say that like like for any other b-boy out there even like the pioneers they they have what their set foundation or what is supposed to be set foundation yeah, yeah. but for me and like our generation like we kind of like had our own foundation like i won't yeah. i can't say that doing regular six steps or footwork is my foundation because I started off doing like trying to do power and all yeah. that. And that's my foundation, you know, and even freestyle dancing and doing like yeah. the new Jack swing dancing hip hop style. That's my foundation, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It, it was really cool that everyone, like we're talking about like crews, every crew had their own foundation. Like you're talking about. And like, I, I think of even dark side. I, um, Zoom just left right now, but I remember just seeing his his style. You know what I mean? Like people had their own style, but then within the crew, you saw influence, and that was great to see. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Give it a, you know, I mean, we, man, we used to bite so much stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we yeah. bit so, Yo, you know, d- like I remember. It, it's not even like something like every crew bit off something. Yeah. Like I swear. Like yeah. I remember we had um. I don't know if you remember that we had like a well I had one like um called it the Bible so it would be like a VH to S tape but it was just references of every oh, any any kind of footage you could get yeah, of dancing yeah. like whether it was on a on a a rap video yeah, or yeah, on yeah. a TV show or if it was like somehow we came up on footage from like other crews or something yeah. or talent shows yeah and we put it we would put it all on one tape and that was the Bible like we would just study yeah, yeah. And yeah. just like nice. just learn off of that somebody know? doing just some crazy head spin and yeah. then it would cut to like somebody doing this and then you're just like okay cool and it just didn't make any sense but I remember we yeah I remember the, I I don't know if it was the same video but I know we had one too. yeah you yeah. guys were the one that taught me about like okay making yeah a, making a, a Bible video for sure know? yeah so it was it was piece footage of, of party machine with yeah. Charlie yeah. Rock it, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like it was footage peoples. from the Soul Train Soul Train mm-hmm. line. Yeah, there was there was that a lot of that footage. It was footage from uh, the Catch and Wreck video, yeah, the, the top, top video. video. There was a lot of footage from that. We had footage from uh, I want to say the Jughead Tribe video. Yeah, Jughead, Jughead, Jughead Tribe from the yeah. Bay. I think Bay. Jughead that Jughead Tribe video yeah. it influenced like a lot of real, real quick guys. San Diego. Oh yeah, like. real, real quick. Sorry, sorry to mess up the vibe here, but I got a, a special guest that just jumped on. Uh, are you on the phone? I am on the phone. What's going on? Why don't you say what's up to some of our guest speakers here? We got Todd and um, Ramali. What's up, fuckers? Uh-oh. What's up, man? 
You guys know who that is? No. All right. Dad? Phone, <laughs> phone caller, can, can you introduce yourself? Rockford One, motherfucker. Oh, Ferd. Oh, what's up, Ferd? What's going on, Ferd? Yeah, you, you guys were wow. mentioning Ferd there, and so I felt like we should just call him in. So there Dude, you go. Yeah, Ferd, Ferd was truly one of the most influential yeah, people, he, not only within our crew, but within San Diego, mm-hmm. like, period. I, I don't care what anybody says. For real. That's Ferd, what's up. Ferd was That's that, great. Ferd is that guy. Still is, too, I think, to this day. And when we're talking about styles, like, Ferd always had that style, too. Whenever I saw him, I'm like, oh, that's Ferd's stuff right there. Yeah. So influential, like, you dance, like, totally. I agree. So, like, Ferd, uh, since we got you on the phone, we asked Romali and Todd, like, how did you guys, how did you get into the scene, you know, um, hip-hop culture? What got you and pulled you in? Um, I mean... I didn't get into hip hop until like 91. Like I wasn't even really listening to rap music much before that either. Like, cause I was like, like I was like a skater surfer kid from the hood. Right. And like, and I was like, a, I was mostly like a, uh, I mostly listened to rock music. Like I was mostly into like metal and like, and like I even like liked a lot of punk stuff. But at the time as a kid, I didn't know it was punk. Yeah. Cause, cause they were just like, Showed the music videos like, like, with like heavy metal stuff. So I thought it was all the same shit. So I just kind of just it just kind of drew me in because I was just listening to more and more rap. And then um, I've always been into like movement, you know, you know, from like like martial arts at first, and then like BMX and skateboarding and surfing. So like that affinity for movement drew like drew me to dancing. Like I saw the the actions and it just it appealed to me like I wanted to do it and I always like I caught like breaking kind of like at the tail end back in the day like when it basically like was already dead yeah because you know, like my, my classmates would always talk about like Beach Street and all this stuff because like, yeah. I came to the US like in 83 I think or 82 okay so like I wasn't aware of like a lot of stuff initially because you know I, I just I was new to the U.S. from the Philippines, so then like by by the time I was aware of breaking, like it was already too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then like I missed out on that because like I I saw some of it and I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> but then like the people that I knew that did it like like stopped doing it already, and then like and like the people that still knew how to do stuff would like kind of bust out head spins every once in a while. Yeah, I'd be like, ooh, how do you do that? <laughs> but nice. then like no one was breaking anymore, so I was like, ah, okay, so. Then I got to BMX and skateboarding and all that stuff. And then 91, like, like basically, like, second semester, seventh grade. Like, that's when, like, it all kind of started. And then, um, um, you know, I I mean, I've known Todd since, like, elementary school. Oh, the right, crazy. Right, right. Right. History. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and, um, but, like, we were always just kind of, like, just, like, acquaintances. Like, we weren't really, like. We didn't, we didn't really know each other. We just, yeah. we just like knew each other. Yeah. Because from school, because we were both like in the gifted program. <laughs> That's <laughs> a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. Gifted program. Yeah. Gifted program. Got the outstanding <laughs> citizen of the award. <laughs> outstanding yeah. citizen of the month award to prove it, son. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's how I that's how I knew who Todd was because like he, he was in the classroom next to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who yeah, got but, a um, world peace first? No, Todd did. 
Okay, and he pulled you in. That's cool. Um, I just kind of like I don't remember how I I just kind of started hanging out with them because um at the time I was hanging out with um our friend Carl who is the the younger brother of like oh that's uh, right Honey May and Carolyn yeah and Carolyn was a part of and the crew like and like um when I met Honey May and Carolyn like I met I met Ompong. Real name Sam, and then um, and Ong Pong was in Ong Pong was in World Peace, I think before you, right, Todd? Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah, and like, and then so I, I just kind of ended up like hanging out with like the World World Peace guys, because like Carl would always talk about World Peace, like the World Peace dudes, because like like Honey May went to Morse with him, and I can't remember if Carolyn was there too at the time. Yeah, and then, she so started, she started. She was dating Ryan at the time too. Oh, was she already? I yeah. thought it was like that was later. No, nah, no, nah, because when I met when I met Ryan, they were already together. So, oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought they were together yet. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So then I started hanging out with them, and then um, I was already dancing at the time, of course, and um, like Carl was like dancing too a little bit, like, and I guess I was more serious about it though. So, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so I started hanging out with them, and then I went to like a. I, so I think it might have been Todd that invited me to like a practice at Ryan's garage or something. Probably. And and then I somehow got asked to be in at at some point. Nice. I, don't, I don't remember how that happened, and I, and I said, <laughs> "Yeah." And, and Ryan's garage. Let's I, get let's get this straight. That was uh that was a couple houses down from uh, Shahabute and Hazel. Monte's house, right? Uh, that, this one, we were on South Siena, so I think it was Paradise yeah. Hills, but not not near Chambute. Whose um, house was that near Chambute's then? Because uh, I remember you guys used to practice. Wait, where did Sean live? Do you remember what street he was on? Yeah, jug, Juggler, right? Juggler. Because yeah. I, remember, I remember seeing the drive-by like, right in front of his house. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was Hazel Monte's house. Yeah, I remember oh, yeah. I remember that. It was with, we were yeah, we were with Arbel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was supposed to... I think Meet you guys. Yeah, we were le- late. Yeah, we were leaving the party, and that car pulled up like, like in the movies with his lights off, and it was like I don't know. I think it was like IDM or UBS or something. UBS. Yeah, and just pat, pat, pat. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. But, Nine but yeah, seven. like I know there was a gr- someone's garage, someone's house that you guys used to be, um, near Chambute's house. I'm trying to remember who lived in that area. Was it right? Southside? No, Southside. no this this was uh, Paradise, Paradise Hills. Hills off Jugard. Because Ryan, oh. lived, Ryan lived off South Siena, and then um, was it, it Joe? Did Joe live off Joe Guard? Him? No, Joe. Joe lived like over by the division wall. Yeah, I know yeah. he lived off his his family lived off like near Honeysuckle and all that. Joe lived over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you can see the you can see the division wall from his house. Oh shit. Yeah, but I, I know someone lived there because I remember we would cruise down to Sean's <coughs> for some graphic stuff, and you guys be practicing, and we'd roll down there to the house and practice uh, maybe with you guys. Maybe it was like one of the greenhouse guys, oh, like houses maybe, or something. Maybe. And we tra- are we practicing? Yeah. Those, I don't know. Those guys. <laughs> I don't know. Like don't I'm know. in my 40s now. Like my memory's not so. Yeah. Well, I, I know. Anymore. You know, it, I, we would probably I would probably know more uh, if I asked Arbel. Arbel has a. Uh, a memory like an elephant and he'll be like oh yeah that's so-and-so's house probably yeah because i can't remember <laughs> yeah. it, you know it might have been ryan's I, I, I think i did it is right south then it, then it was south siena then um or was it the house on division the, no 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 next it was to the taco bell no no Ron, it Ron, ronnie's bed no nah, that wasn't it that wasn't it. it it was literally like 
a few houses down from Sean Boutte's house mm-hmm. across the street, uh, and Hazel Monte lived across the street from Sean. Huh. Well, well, since you old people don't have good memory, I wanted to see if you guys have any memory of this. Do, do you remember if you guys had any rival crews back then? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think there was a lot. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Lot, it, was mainly, it was mainly because, like, we were the more established crew and that the, the up-and-coming crew just wanted to battle someone more established. To and create I, their name. And I think oh, also, yeah, respect. I think also yeah. too, in that time, like, that's like when there was like beefs between like South Side and East Side, yeah, and like yeah. North Side and all that. Yeah, like, for sure. like the gang, the gang beef was kind of trickling in into the hip hop scene because you know like some of us were from like, either had like friends or relatives that were in the gangs or whatever. Older cousins yeah, or, or brothers yeah. or something. But then I just remember like yeah like we couldn't go to like certain areas like for parties because it was like because we were from East Side or like you yeah. know what I mean like. We, like I definitely felt scared going down South Side sometimes, like for a party, you know. Oh hell, we went everywhere. We didn't care. <laughs> uh, we yeah, we we got into a few fights too at, at some of these parties just because you know people classified us from where you know where we were from. We, we weren't we weren't walking around claiming you know this yeah, side and yeah, that yeah. side. It's just you know. But we, I remember, like for us, like Funky Unit, like Virgil, um, he was stateside. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we couldn't go like to hella parties, man. Yeah, especially yeah. down the South Side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because uh, I still think back to the party we went to at uh, Southwest High School, and we got into that big fight with I- with IDM, and Ryan got Ryan. Got, oh, I wasn't I wasn't Ryan I wasn't with you guys at up. that time. Yeah, so we were we were um, you know kind of like talking about rivalries. We we had a rivalry with uh, Uprock Junkies and um, Electric Shockers, which it really what it, what it was was my ex girlfriend was dating a dude from Uprock Junkies, <laughs> and. Like always he, the girls. Yeah, well, he, that dude that dude was just like, yo, screw those guys, blah, blah, blah. Plus the fact that they were from Southside and they considered us Eastside. Like, that's kind of how that how that began. And then they were practicing with, um, Uprock Junkies was practicing with Electric Shockers yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. So they always rolled together. And whenever we rolled out, it became like us versus them kind of a, kind of a deal. And we were at Southwest. And we ended up uh, battling Uprock Junkies in, in the, the circle. And somebody came around behind our side and started yelling, East side, east side. Oh. And and like we, you know, that wasn't us. Like we weren't yeah. banging at all. Like we weren't banging like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, once once people started hearing people yelling east side on our side, they just thought it was us. Yeah. And then that's when you knew like the fist started flying. And we were like, yo, what the hell? And for some reason they jumped on our, our boy Ryan. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they beat him up. Like he got lumped up pretty good. And we just we yeah, had, I think it was because like Ryan was like kind of like in the back of like when we were leaving, he was like one of the last guys. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. We, so, yeah so they got him because we yeah. had, we were we were like, yo, let's go, let's get out of here. This is getting bad, and we boned out. And I think Ryan was got left behind, and yeah, he uh, he eventually caught up with us. But it's funny because I, I talked to Dax about that like to this day and yeah, he's, yeah. he's like super he's like dude i wasn't there i wish i was i'm so sorry he's lying if you were there dog I know you probably would have been beating yeah. us up too like that would have been a whole other he thing was but, there. but you know i mean we were kids we were little yeah. kids back then you know what i mean and, and so yeah. when you think about it it's just like yeah that's just, that that and, was just and the, that the was times the, those were the times too yeah. you know that's yeah. just how it went you know, I, you know? I, I'm, I'm just glad we're all here to share the stories because that's kind of what made this hip-hop life just fun, you know what I mean. Glad like, 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 I, like I remember um, going with uh, Chris Babau and yeah, Virgil, because yeah. um, Babau was supposed to battle some dude from this crew called like Moonlight or something. It was a Laotian B-boy crew, oh, shit, okay. or, or Vietnamese or something. But yeah, they yeah. were all like OKB and Asian Crips. Oh shit! Okay. And then I remember we went to um, 
we drove up from Eastside all the way up to Mira Mesa and we battled at the gazebo over there yeah, yeah, in yeah. the park. But I just remember it was a bunch of crips just like all around us, dude. <laughs> and they were like, oh man, I've, I've never felt so scared in my life. And then like, like I thought they were going to jump us after the battle. And like even the dude that Chris Babau was battling, yeah. he was smoking them. But the dude started getting mad and like yeah. started like tripping. He wanted to shoot Chris Babau. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like while this commotion is going on, there was a girl, a B-down girl or a blood girl yeah, that yeah. was at the park. And like Asian Crips had some Asian Asian Crip girls in yeah. their gang, uh -huh. and they jumped that beat out girl, dude. And they like she had a red rag, and they like burned the rag like right in front of her face, like dangling in front of her face. And we were just like, man, we gotta get the fuck out of here, dude. That's all like the movies. That's crazy. It, it Yo, was. Yeah. I heard she's a good now. <laughs> she's a CFO. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but that, that's true. Back in the days, house parties when mm -hmm. it got hot. Most of the dancers would bounce. Like I know, we yeah. would do the same thing. We well, could, like shake the spot. It's funny when you think about it because a house party getting shot up was the norm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I tell people it. that all the time. Yeah. Like growing up, like if you go to a party, guaranteed there's gonna be a fight yeah. or something get stabbed or it's gonna get shot up. Yeah. And then I remember like all that shit would go down and like cops would show up, you know. And as soon as the dust cleared, party on. Yeah, yeah. Part, party kept going, <laughs> yeah. or it was like oh, time to go to the next one. Where are we yeah. going? You know, and then we go to the next party until that gets shot up. Or, 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 yeah. or, or go to Alberto's. Or Alberto's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, see, Ferd knows. Ferd knows. Like, I remember, I remember there was that one party in Balboa Park. It was oh, like yeah. at the club. club. Yeah, and then like, yeah. yeah, some some cats, I don't know where they're from, but they drove by and shot it up. And I just remember everybody Hit in the party. The every Like, there was like a cypher going on or mm -hmm. someone was doing head spins or I something. I was there, I was there. Yeah, yeah. and as soon as everybody just dropped Hits to the, the floor. And you just see dust. Yeah, and it just got quiet. <laughs> I know you just, hear the, you just hear the music playing. You know, no, just, no, the music stopped, but the lights kept going. Yeah, yeah. and the light, yeah, that, that was dust. Yeah, and yeah I remember that the dust. Yeah, everybody was laying on the ground. And I just remember that was the same party where I'm not gonna name who it was, but Bahala came through and they busted through the window. Oh yeah, he shot the window. Like that was, movie. I think that was yeah. it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, came yeah. through, shot the window, and, and, and <laughs> he busted through the window. I, I know who that is. Oh, like like he jumped, like he jumped out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They threw a trash can to break the window more, <laughs> like, like some diehard. Yeah, some diehard, some diehard shit, diehard shit to wow. get through the window. So I remember I, that. I, I know who it is, but I won't put him on blast because he's the now CEO of Google. So he's now a black belt in jujitsu. <laughs> he he is, is the, he is the vice president of Nike now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, like back in the days, those parties, if you didn't get shot up, if there wasn't a fight, you're like, what kind of party is yeah, this? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's crazy is like, like you what know, what kind of a party is this? This is great. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy is like that. That was the norm, and we knew what we were getting into. Yeah, and like we, it, we just go. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it was like your only chance to kind of either like, you that know, get that, media. Yeah, yeah, or like to get to meet like or talk girl, talk to girls that you Yo. would never like talk to in school or whatever. Like oh, this was man. like, yeah, you know. So yeah, man, that's that. Like you take that risk just to you you yeah know, right. Mm -hmm. We went to an East High party. I remember and. um Bahala happened to be bouncing it. They were at the door. We rolled up, and someone goes, "Oh, them, them are the motherfuckers from Northside." I'm like, "Oh shit, we about to get <laughs> fucked." Luckily, I knew a few of the Bahalas that were standing behind. They're like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah. They cool. They cool. Those are my boys." All right. I'm like, "Thanks, bro." <laughs> I didn't want to die. <laughs> See, it's funny because um, our boy Gerald, his his uncles were like OG OG Bahala. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean, like. 
that kind of helped. Well, I, I don't want to say helped. Well, like, I guess it kind of did. It kind of like gave us some kind of a like legitimacy, I guess, within like the gangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, you know, like, like, like you got a pass. Yeah, yeah, you got a pass. You, you know, know? But, but also at the same time, it also kind of lumped us in with them. And I think that's why we got the East Side label. You know what I mean? Like we, like I said, we weren't walking around banging or anything like that. It's just. You, you had connections regardless if yeah. you wanted it or not. Someone in the crew's older brother was affiliated, hung out. Mom's cousin's neighbor yeah, was mom, uh, your cousin yeah. that you were always rolling with. Yeah, was connected, and that's how they saw you. You know what I mean? So yeah, that, that it's just an unfortunate part of of what we were doing back then. You know, you had to like maneuver through the, this gang warfare, yeah. and all you want to do was dance, and you know, like Ramali was saying, talk yeah. to girls. So, um, you know, when when we're if we if we can move past that, do, does any does any like Big battle stand out to you guys being world peace against some of your rivalries like um, Electric Shockers, uh, Padre Gold. Oh shoot! Padre yes. Gold. I forgot about that battle. Yeah, that was yeah. In, forget in my neighborhood. Uh, Chad jumped in and on our side. <laughs> oh, that's what's <laughs> up, Chad. Yeah. Oh, came that through. was like when that was that was when we first met Chad. Mm-hmm. I remember that. He just wanted yeah. to get in, in into, into yeah, a he, battle. He just wanted to battle, man. He just wanted to battle. I remember that. Me and Zoom walked to Padre Gold. Padre Gold. That's right. I think that was like my first hip hop party was at Padre Gold. It was All like right, can, can, as a fourth fourth dimension party or something. Yeah, like, yeah I think it was. I think it was scenario or no, blow, no, no. blow your mind or no, something. No, no, no. Like it was a scenario blow your mind because that was like the three style. Big Daddy one. Oh, um, okay. It had a different name, but it was Fourth Dimension. Yeah, yeah. C- can someone paint a picture of how the battle uh, came together and how it went down? Well, like I, we 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 had already battled several times before, so pretty much any time like we saw we each were other, at the same place. Yeah, it was they on. Would, they would they would always like instigate it, like because we would just be just chilling. It was on. And then they would always like, yeah, I remember, it, you know, I remember Shockers kind of being like bullied. Like the first time I ever encountered them was I like mean, elementary school yeah, kids being bullied. <laughs> I remember like, I remember like, uh, it was after a Sweetwater Talent Show, and yeah. this is when we were kind of like funky unit. We 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 met the Greenhouse Cats, and they were kind of like bringing us around and stuff. Uh-huh. And then we, they took us to we, we kicked it with them that night, and we kicked it at the Burger King on Highland, or I think it was yeah, it was somewhere somewhere around there, like right down the street from Sweetwater. And um, Shockers had ended up being there too. Yeah, yeah. And they were just chilling in the back, and we were sitting right. They were sitting right across from us, and we were like, they're just kind of was like some tension. You could yeah, feel yeah, it. Yeah. And they were just like mad dogging us. And then I remember Atomic Mark just went out and started doing jackhammers, yeah, yeah. Was, trying to be like, "Yo, what's up?" You know. And we were <laughs> just like, "Burger King." Yeah, in a Burger King, we we're just like, oh, "That's cool, man. <laughs> Good for you." Yeah. Cool. Let me finish my whopper. Right I gotta go. I got a curfew, bro. And I remember too, like my first experience going down to a Southside party was um <clears throat> we we met Billy. Remember Billy? Billy Marshall? Vaguely. Yeah, Vaguely. like yeah, I've known yeah, Billy. I've known Billy since like before I even started dancing. Yeah, Bill. This was before he got down with Funky, you know. But he had like his mom had like a dance studio over by Kunching's Cafe. Oh, Billy. yeah. And okay. we used to and we used to go over there because we heard there was a dance studio and there was yeah. girls there, and we were like, oh, let's go over there and just try break dance. <laughs> and that's where we met Billy. And then he invited, he had a birthday party in his house, and he was a Southside cat, but he knew, like, all the shockers and, like, yeah. like I forgot, I think it was a crew called Unibreak or something like that. Uni- Universal Breakers. Yeah, and G-Bros and everybody. Yeah, yeah. And so they invited, like, all of us. We were, like, y'all, we were the, we were the Eastside cats, and we weren't even funky unit yet. We were still, I think, Uprock. Okay. Because like, I remember Darkside, like, 
try, you guys tried to recruit us into being like the JV team. Yeah, yeah. And you guys created Uprock, so we got recruited in Uprock. Yeah, yeah. But then we branched out from Uprock and formed Funky Unit. But and then some of the Uprock kids were became dark side. Yeah, I remember yeah. That. And then we um, Billy invited us to his birthday party down south, but it was all the South Side cats, and I think they they set it up so where they could like. Lure, lure us in into the party and then they just ganged up on us like because we were still kind of like beginners at the yeah, time yeah. and they were the more advanced ones and so when we rolled up in there like it started like they wanted to have like a play battle so you're like okay so some of the south side cats were on our side and some and it was all south side on one team but then eventually all the south side cats started like migrating to other team and it became south side versus east side and we just got mobbed on like yeah. they just they just like no mercy we're just like <laughs> just smoking us dude and making and trying to like destroy like our uh confidence or whatever you know like trying to break us down you know kill the self-esteem yeah yeah <laughs> killed or be killed yeah but what's funny too is like after that like we got to know all of them and then we ended up becoming like homies with all like the south side crews too yeah. and stuff you know who um a third you might remember who was the crew that we battled at sweetwater skating rink and we were the only people there it was us and them and nobody else was there oh um Oh, shit. Was we it Ur- Urban uh, Dynamics? No, it wasn't Urban no, Dynamics. No, 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 no. House, was, house um, Clan? No. House. Um, there was a dude from House Clan that, that was there. Yeah. But I'm trying um, to... What crew... Well, uh, long, long story short, we, we had gone to Sweetwater Skating Rink one night because we heard that they were having like some kind of jam or something over there. Yeah. And... Um, so you know, we paid our five bucks, and you know, we walked in the party, and we were like, All right, "That was cool. a lot back then, too." <laughs> it was oh, a lot. Uh, funky matters. Oh, funky, funky matters. matters. That's what it was. Funky so we walked matters. in this party, and we just see these dudes in the corner, and they have their own little cipher. So we had our cipher literally on the other side of the rink, and then we noticed that they started coming to our side. So then we walked over to the other side. <laughs> we took over the other side, and we did this pretty much throughout the entire night, just switching places back and forth because <laughs> we'd walk over to them or they'd walk over to us. And, you know, we kind of thought like, oh, they want to battle. Nobody came to this party. I want to say there had to be all together. So it was just 10 like, of us. it was just one, yeah, like, like one a clear, crew. clear yeah. skating rink and yeah. just one crew, one crew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I want to say that, like all together, including the people that worked there, there was probably like 15 people within that building the entire night. Yeah, was, like, it was like packed. a practice in a big a big space in a big yeah empty skating rink and we ended up like just all right screw it we battled them and we, we became like really good friends with those guys afterwards because we were just in the parking lot laughing at the fact that nobody came yeah. except us and them yeah. so there, there was that battle that kind of stood out i wish there's footage of that oh i wish there was too man funny <laughs> to see it's so funny because the one thing about world peace was like i like i was never good at everything there was people like Ferd, Joe, Gerald. They were good at everything, like whether it was breaking, whether it was, you know, housing or whatever you want to call it. They were always good at all that. So I remember them, like, they would go out, they would do their their move, and they would just kill it. And it was just like, boom. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like this is this is a, your, your one big move you're going to pull off in front of these guys and, and do that. And that was kind of what, you know, I, I want to say we always talked about how when we came together, it was like Voltron because, yeah. you know. Which one of us had our, our specialty, if you will? Right, 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 right. You know, I, I think that's with all dance group. You know, everyone had their <laughs> yeah. That's specialty. how that's how it was back in the days. Like you one know? person specialized in one move. You know, yeah. Like, you know, everyone had their specialty, and so you, you look at them you're like in the circle. Someone busts something, and you look at that dude. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's your turn. Yeah. Your <laughs> do your job. Do your job. Go. <laughs> your turn. Yep. Oh, Don't do that shit. That's so funny. But, uh, but it was more. It was more like. Oh, 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 you, 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 go, go, go. Yeah, you, you got a better headspin than that. Go, go get him, go get him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I don't know about you, but in play school, there was, especially when Chad was there, it was hard to get in. Like, you had to fight for it. People were like, just jumping in. It didn't matter. Like, you you had to jump in, like, as fast as you could because they couldn't get enough. It was, it was, it was a weird thing, but yeah, a good thing. Like, yeah, like, Chad was really, like, like, um, he's very eager. Oh, yeah. He was a circle hog. We'll call him that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chad, what's up? I'm going to get you on the other one. Um, all right. Well, I, I wanted to ask, uh, I know we were talking about a couple different crews. Um, if we, back in the day, you know, on the flyers, they had shots out to people. Well, who would you guys write, like, thinking back now, like, who do you guys give shots out to? Like, let me get a, a, a roll call of people you would shot out. Nobody. World Cruise. peace. World peace only. <laughs> That's how we roll, son. Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, it, it's just cool to hear all the names, and so like I, I want to hear more names. Let's hear like it. names that we remember from yeah. back in the day. Of, yeah, for of, sure. Of Cruz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, there's so and, many. Yeah, because there are a lot, and I have a list of them. So I'm gonna let you guys. Man, I got. I gotta bring some old flyers. Yeah. Oh, well, man. well yeah. yeah, but off the dome, like House Clan, G Bros, No Soul. Well, Stussy Tribe. Right? I, I, I think I think back in the days. How I, about I, a Primitive Minds Beyond Control? Yeah, yeah we were just talking about that. Yeah, about Alan Ramos. To this day, I still think that's one of the dopest names yeah. around oh. PMBC. Oh yeah, you're totally Primitive Minds Beyond Control, and um, whatever well, happened to them? They became water. What when you say water was was that H two O? Yeah, H2O. Oh, yeah, hard to overcome. Yeah, hard to overcome. That's it was him right. and Ryan, Alan Ramos and Ryan, and. Uh, there was a third guy. Was there a guy named Bert? No, 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 no. It was Ryan Allen Ryan and a third Allen. guy. Yeah. It was a third guy. It was like, another, like a Filipino dude, right? Like yeah. Another Filipino dude. And they were all ill. They oh, were yeah, all... yeah. Um, I remember Carl knew him. They were all um, ill. He was, he was like a racer guy, too. Oh, and he lived over by the He lived all over by the Plaza Boulevard McDonald's, like mm. down the street from Edwin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name right now, but yeah, he lived like down the hill from like Edwin's house. For sure, shoot, well, well, like towards towards the McDonald's. I I think back in the days, if you threw out props and it, it, you seen it there, it was not to say that they weren't dope, but I, I don't. House Clan wasn't on there. Um, I know G Bros was on there. Okay. Um, Lifesavers. Lifesavers. Yeah. I remember uh, Mini Rivals too. Mini Rivals. Mini rivals MRC. Um, yep. Um, Urban Dynamics. Urban, Urban Dynamics. Dynamics. Yeah. Um, Boys in Style from Oxnard. Oh, I remember Boys in Style. Dude, they're, yeah, they're, they're, uh, we got we got humbled by those guys big dude, time. Man. At because Gro- at uh, Groove War, was dating uh, Michelle Palenzuela. Oh, uh, yeah. Atomic Mark's older sister. Uh, and I think I think Ron Kid Dragon. I think his cousin was from Boys in Style too. Oh, I think I, so. Because yeah, I think that's how they. That's how. Because I remember talking to Ron and he was telling me that's how the the Jughead video uh-huh. came to San Diego. Ron was the one that brought the Jughead oh, video really? down. There. Yeah, I did like. Um, some of the master movement guys were like, they were from, they were in Boys and Style. Yeah, back in the day. Um, what do you call that? Um, Charles, Charles, Char- Charles from Soul Control. I think he was Boys yeah. and Style too. I think he was one of like in Spidey too, because I remember there was um, there was a party, and um, I think it was Groove War. No, it wasn't Groove War. It wasn't Groove War. But um, I remember there was a party where Boys and Style battled this crew called Ground Force from LA, and then I think Spidey, oh, yeah. I think Spidey and Charles were in that battle. I think it was Groove Wars at City Limits. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was City one. Limits. It was one of those like parties like way up north. Yeah, right? yeah it was yeah. Escondido. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was way up north. Because they had yeah. that dance floor that was, you can able, you were able to see it. I, and 
people were dancing. Yeah, yeah. I thought Ground Force was like from Oceanside or something like that. Oh, I thought they were from like LA or something. I, I remember know. a yeah. dude named Sai. Yeah, yeah. Sai. I just remember. I just remember they were a bunch of like Laotian or Vietnamese cats or yep. something. Like, yep. They, didn't they look were always Filipino. at distilleries. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. I think there was one dude that was like Parsimoan or something. He was like a like a taller guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember, like but a, they were they like, were sure. Like sure. Junior, <laughs> junior Boogaloo? But he was like, he, he was like I don't know. Yeah, Junior Boogaloo. <laughs> junior Boogaloo. Right. Skinny. <laughs> what, what, what about Purple Haze? Mm. Purple Haze. Oh yeah, Purple yeah. Haze Purple Haze was dope, was dope. You, because yeah. they were they were they were Alan Ramos's group. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, those were like girls, his prodigies, all right? Girls, yeah. yeah, all girls, and they could kill it. Yeah, yeah. they were and sick. They were cute too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then they did the performances. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at the underground. Yeah. yeah, and they didn't. They didn't. You know, not to say that I didn't like the. You know, girls dancing in like short shorts. Yeah, I remember every that was Shout the era. P.S. Yep, explicit. Bandits. explicit. Explicit. P.S. Oh, yeah. P.S. I remember explicit. that was the era of like yeah, those the, the booty dancing crews. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Stuff. But then, those. but then Purple Haze was dope to me because they were actually Bandits. doing like Bandits. Yeah, yeah, Purple Haze was actually doing like real hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, they even dressed the part. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were they were dressing like Alan. Yep, the thrift shop look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was. I that mean, was they, 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 they were basically like a hundred percent like Alan's creation. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I don't know this dude, Anna, Alan Ramos, but I, I hear he had his hands in a lot of the, the group developments. Yeah, he did. That's oh. super. I think a lot. Oh, I was gonna say, I think a lot of people were trying to. He was just a really gifted dude. Yeah. yeah. He, um, if you ever get a ch- I, I don't know if it's out there still, but if you can get a chance to look at that PMC video, a PMBC video with all three of them, Ryan, Alan, and the third guy. That was some ill stuff, and uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, we, we we had that, we had that video. Yeah, Pokey was yeah, in there too. I remember that yeah. video. It was I part of the proc- that's the one practice. with the with the soul clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Strobe light. The yeah, strobe light yeah. video. I think that was part of our Bible video. Too. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was the it was Bible part of Bible. Yeah. It was everybody's Bible video. Like we would watch until it it died. Like the videotape died. It's and I, I think what's dope about San Diego too is like um I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like that in every other city too. But like San Diego had a scene before there was a scene you know what I mean? before yeah. before the freestyle sessions before the b-boy summits there was the scene within the asian community what we're talking about right now yeah. with like the the three style parties yep, yep. like i always tell people like we didn't have we didn't have jams back then we had parties yeah we had three cell parties and the, the fourth dimension parties and to me that's kind of like one of the closest things to have probably probably how it was like in the 70s or when hip-hop first started with the block parties and all yeah. that you know yeah. like you had your split of the dance yeah of people because i see guys and girls dancing yeah because i see the difference i see the differences between how b-boy jams are now and even like when we were like when b-boy jams started to come up after freestyle session and, and b-boy summits and stuff compared to how it was when we were coming up and it was like more when we were coming up in the three style fourth dimensional parties they are straight parties and it brought different walks of life yeah like when i go to the b-boy jams it's just all dudes you know what i mean yep. and it's just all just hip-hop heads you but, couldn't scam on girls yeah but when you went to those parties back in the days like it was kind of dangerous you know yeah, like yeah. how you're talking about like how ryan got jumped by idm and everything like it was pretty dangerous going to some of these parties you know for sure but that was like the the beauty of it and the joy of it you know what yeah. i mean like I, I i think back at it and it's excuse me i think back on it and it's like weird to think that we were going to parties thrown by our friends for our friends yeah you know these like little kids from high school are renting out these big ballrooms yeah these were like kind of like clubs and like parties that were like 
I won't say adult parties, but like you know what I mean, like at it least was for like adult parties. Yeah, and we were like kids. Yeah, yeah, everybody, everybody there was seventeen. Everybody there was sixteen. You know, what under I mean? seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Or under seventeen. Yeah, I was like the 14. DJs, the DJs, the you know what I mean. <laughs> the only the only people that were older than us were the bouncers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. You know, that is. True. It was it was a crazy time. It was a really crazy time. But we we created our own culture. I yeah. Think. yeah. You had seventeen year olds, sixteen year olds DJing and emceeing. Yeah. Renting out the halls. <laughs> and I, and I, I think what also is dope too is like um you know nowadays like there's footage you know you can go on youtube and see all mm-hmm. kinds of footage but in our era like no one had cameras no, you know what I mean? you had no. to be super rich to have a camera you know or you brought that big monster yeah yeah monster. and like like on the on b-boy tip like like i'd I be seeing moves that i see people do now and they'd be trying to say like they invented it now and everything but like man i saw that shit done like in like 89 yeah. 90 like some of my crew were doing some of that shit like back in like the early 90s but there's no footage of it we are the footage of yeah it. the people that see it or that are in the ciphers that have been there in the battles or in the or watching the battles we're the footage yeah and then, I mean? and then you guys yeah exactly because it was like now now it's whoever can catch it on video first that's the guy that did it yeah you know but I mean? nah you didn't make that up i saw no. that shit like yeah. like decades ago you <laughs> yeah, know yeah yeah, and, 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 you know, that's kind of what this is, kind of just documenting what our memories are, because we are old already, and <laughs> before we get too old, yeah. we Speak forget for it. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, um, I think we're going to kind of close this out, but I, I do want to know, like, um, as far as world peace goes, are you guys still close? Are you guys still in contact? How how's that work right now? Man. Um, not, not a large a, number of a large number of the members like they still like hang out together because they kind of they transitioned from like world peace to like outer limits slowpoke like yeah, our people car club people yeah so like a lot of us a lot of us still like are pretty well in touch like the missing ones are only like like Ompong and like um, Carl and. Uh, yeah, Uncle Uncle Carl because he lives out of state. Um, uh, freaking um, Joe. Joe lives in Vegas now. Ryan Erwin uh, because like Erwin kind of disappeared. Yeah, like after he got married <laughs> to yeah. that young girl, and like <laughs> and like he kind of just he he got into cars too, but then like he kind of just vanished. I don't know where he moved to, and not, no one ever kept in touch with him. And like he was magical, he just like would disappear. Like, you know, yeah, like, I kind of miss that guy because I used to always see him at Ralph's over oh. on Altaview. Because I <laughs> see him at Ralph's, yeah, because he, was, he lived close to there, he, he lived close to there, and like, and and that was the closest Ralph's to where I lived. So, like, I would uh, I would always like run into him like from time to time, like with in his like Stereon or whatever car it was, yeah, but uh, and like, I was like, mean, I was like, oh, shit, I haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> But I mean, I haven't seen what Ferd. I haven't seen you in like years, yeah. easily five, five, ten years. I, I, I always like see yeah, Ferd like randomly. Like, but you've been like living like outside of San Diego a lot. So. Yeah. And then I haven't seen Romali in like easily three years, two yeah. years. This is the first time we've seen each other in years. So I think just life catches up with you. Yeah, that's you just older. that's just life, man. Yeah. Like as we get older, yeah. like yeah, you just and then, especially, and then the pandemic kind of like even more so. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, people just chilling at home so you can't really see people well i think now with this whole internet trend um you know i think that uh you know you have no excuses not to stay in touch yeah so you know 
we, we, should, we should do that. But you know, while, while this internet trend is still hot, because I think it's going to fade out eventually. So, <laughs> yeah, this whole, this whole thing is in its infancy, right? <laughs> and, and, and and so hip hop, um, you know, this is a '90s hip hop series. Um, does hip hop still live in your everyday life? Oh no. yeah, no. Actually, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Fake. Fuck, fuck hip-hop. What, what are you guys doing uh, now in no. the world of hip-hop? You know, I, it's, I feel like uh, hip-hop is more of my culture than my actual, like, like Filipino culture, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I know more about hip-hop history than I actually know about, like, Filipino history yeah. sometimes, you know? And, and you kind of translated it from your graffiti art to now. Yeah, tattoo and I think everything that I kind of, learned through hip-hop like yeah. all the disciplines i learned through like teachings i learned through hip-hop it trickles over to like a lot of the other stuff that i do in life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, hip-hop is always gonna be yeah, it's always gonna be a part of my life I think. for sure i and I, I think that's like you hit it on the nose when you're talking about how um i guess some of the disciplines that you learn through through hip-hop culture you know hard work and education mm-hmm. and, and really schooling yourself respecting your elders things like that I mean, yeah, yeah. you know we were raised we were raised like that but it wasn't given to us in, in a cool neat little package like yeah. hip-hop you know what I mean? or even yeah. like because what i learned through hip-hop was like you have to put the work in yeah. you know what i mean like you can't just like you had to earn your respect yeah you have to earn your respect and you actually have to earn the skills like yeah. you have to put in the work to develop skills and like knowing that or learning that that helped transfer over to like school, work, you know what I mean? Like everyday life and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Hip hop is is my first love and uh, it sounds like for you too. Um, Double Park? Yeah. Oh, you went to that? That was like, there was a park there? Yeah. Maine did it. Yeah, Double Park. Maine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna That was sick. How was that? Did you get down? That's old, old people old stuff. Because yeah. if you got down, it, you wouldn't be able to get up. <laughs> you got, got down, but I couldn't get up. <laughs> That's such a furred answer. Like, for, you know, I got, I got to say, dude, like when it came to our crew, Ramali, Furred, Gerald and Joe were like the people in our crew. You could put anything in front of them. There was a turntable, a skateboard, a bike, dancing, whatever, and they were just good at it. Like they would excel at it. So like, yeah, Ferdy, Ferdy, Ramali, like these are some of the guys that were just that way. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it was dancing or drawing or whatever. I, I don't know, man. Multi talented. Right, right. Yeah, but but they didn't end up on the radio like you did. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Come on, Tony Todd. Let's go. Yeah. 
For sure. <laughs> Some, sometimes I don't want to know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I worked with him and I didn't want to know him. <laughs> oh, there's Todd in the studio. I'm walking away. Yeah. Yeah, talking about slow jams with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, before we go, where, where can people find you? Your Instagram handles. Yeah. Facebook. Um, yeah, this, this, this is time for shameful plugs, you know what I mean? Whether it's for tattoos or the, the record show, shop, whatever. Uh, Give it to them, Romali. Yeah, just on Instagram at Romali underscore Habitat 2. And then Facebook. Okay. Yep, and the man, the man's a tattoo artist and he's super sick. So yeah, if you guys yeah, used yeah. to see his, 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 his artwork out on a wall or whatnot, he, he now wants, translates he that. On that thug life tattoo that I got to <laughs> All day, right there. My Tyson face tattoo. I want that thug life on my chest. I'm still waiting for you to finish that T right now. Mine just says hug life. Still, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. I don't really do the social media thing, to be honest with you. I, I've really okay. pulled back on it. I, I've closed down my Facebook. Um, I, I, I have Instagram, but it's like private. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just really weird. Like, no, I feel that. <laughs> but I am on there, you know, uh, with old friends. If you, you know what I mean? If I haven't talked to you in a while, like, you can find me on that J A B A O N E underscore underscore. That's where I'm at on uh, Instagram. And OnlyFans. And OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you can watch me put things in certain orifices. Yeah. So, you know, if it doesn't fit, you just. Pictures of his toes. Yeah, I heard about buys, man. I just yeah. Ferdy and I used to be a part of a graffiti crew uh, called STH, and we were a part of that with our buddy Buys, who passed away yesterday. Um, and uh, rest in peace, Buys. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, Bert, Bert knew him too because yeah. he, he was a record rep later on in life, and you know, uh, it was crazy, man. The first time I met Kendrick Lamar, the first time I met Schoolboy Q. Um, it was all through buys, you know what I mean? Like he brought him through, like, yo, these are my boys, da 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 Machine Gun Kelly, he got to me, you know, all through buys. And uh, yeah, man, I, I'm gonna miss that guy for sure. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's funny. I, you know, Ferd, I was just telling these guys the story about how buys, uh, me, you, buys, Mocha, Prevail, Quasar, Zeno, all opinion, Logan Heights. And we got chased out and buys through the brick at the car. Who <laughs> was telling these telling these guys that story too? So yeah, we got a lot of memories with that dude. He's he's definitely gonna be missed for sure. I did plenty of crying yesterday. Rest in peace. <coughs> for, for where where can people find you? Bert, where, where can people find you if you want them to find you? At home. 
because <laughs> I'm old. I need my nap. I need my daytime peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> Sounds about right. I'm with you. I'm with uh, you can reach me on uh, Instagram, Mr. Groove underscore SSC. I'm on there. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> Message me. <laughs> DM me. Uh, but um, yeah, that's about it. Facebook, you know, um, I'm not too active on Facebook too much. Um, but that's where the old people are. Yeah, <coughs> that's that's where we're at. Anyway, thank you guys for being on on the first part of the '90s hip hop series, the Reminis, um show. And uh, again, uh, this is world peace. Part of them, anyway. <laughs> Thanks for joining us uh, on the American podcast again, where diversity is our culture. Uh, we will see you next time. See ya. Peace. Thanks, guys. Peace. Bye.